your microphone is your appendage. It is. I feel like this is natural. Um, welcome to Pancake Town, the podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. Um, I'm currently looking through my paper app to find Michelle had sent me a list of podcast topic ideas. Oh, I found it um, because we don't know what we're talking about. Okay. And we've we've been talking for over an hour. <laughs> Well, we talk. What did we talk about? We jury, talked about jury duty, duty, which is really hard to say. Jury, jury duty, duty, rural juror, <laughs> <laughs> rural juror. <laughs> we like Thirty Rock ep- yeah. uh, references. Okay, so here's what you have. There's um, a design sponge link to an article where we shop, making room for indies and oh, big right. box stores. Yeah. Um, work life balance episode, which we've <laughs> talked about doing yeah a million times I, I mean i don't i think i want to do the episode when i feel like i'm doing a good job at it instead of when <laughs> so i you feel can be like, like I'm listen everybody at it, i figured this failing. out i've got the formula i'm really failing yeah but that could also be a valid episode failing at something um continue the conversation about not giving a fuck oh we did that we did that um that 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 the topic of saying no. Oh, we haven't done no that. Done that. Um, having other makers on for brainstorming their project ideas for their businesses. We have okay, to, so we have to do that yeah, for sure. We we'll, have we'll get um, some people. Yeah, we've got some, some interview things coming up. Yeah, but it'd be cool to do a group thing with like three or four because people. Because I, I mean, we can't just talk about ourselves all the time. It's sure, we can. Really boring. People find that really interesting. We think it's boring. Other people don't think it's boring. I mean, some people think it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally listening. just like said everything I did last week. Um, yes. But I didn't make a list this week, so. Um, you wrote something about um, getting a lot of requests from your wholesale stores to use your photos oh, on the right, website right. and whether or not that's like a I meant okay or not. I meant to throw that in the group. Yeah, we should put that on the group. Um, so in this thing... I mean, there's a lot of stuff we can talk about in here. Yeah. What's the design sponge article? Let's go to that. Um, about like finding a way to, um, I guess, rationalize shopping at Target. Yeah, because <laughs> kind. Give yourself well, a pat on the back for buying a coffee mug no, from Target. Like, um, okay. So as a influencer. I think is the word we use now. I hear that all right. the time. Tastemaker. Influencer. I know. Um, Social Design media sponge, influencer. Um, is constantly Which basically, like, let's be honest, just means a 25-year-old li- woman that doesn't have a job. Well, not Design Sponge. She's... Well, yeah, but she like, doesn't count because she, st- she invented this. She like, invented she, being an influencer. Her blog started in like 2006. Yeah, yeah. Right. So she she made... She's yeah. a pioneer of yes, this. Pioneer. Yeah, for sure. So, so she sometimes she's She's like, also not 25. No. <laughs> sometimes she's featuring like um, indie things, you know, small business stuff. Yeah. And then sometimes um, she's featuring a big brand. Oh, yeah. This is interesting. I didn't see this article, actually. Um, And um, she there's a really great image in her article that shows like the three comments she gets 
um, when she supports a small Ooh, business versus yes. a big business. I, I see it and right when here. it's a small business, people are complaining, I can't afford that. I have I don't have access to that. Yeah. And here when you go. it's a big brand, people are like, Why would you support Ugh. give your money to that? Da, so it da, says da. so she wrote she posted a graphic. We should put this up on the Instagram. Yeah, it's really good. How could you post something from insert box store name here? Or don't you care about independent designers? And then she said and then the opposite end of the spectrum the comments are this costs too much. Please post something we can all afford. We can't all afford handmade and we don't all live in New York city. Post something more accessible. People can actually find near them. I, I just love how that sums up. Yeah. Um, like people that comment on the internet don't think about <laughs> anything the other than the other <laughs> side of it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. They only want to see the things that fit in with their point of view. They don't yeah. give a shit about someone else's point of view. And Grace well, just threw it out there. She's like, yeah. listen, I literally get opposite, you know, yes. opposite opinions on constantly. Every- yeah. So what do you want me to do? Well, and the, the interesting thing about that is that it it's weird to me that people don't understand the difference between starting a conversation or like bringing up a valid point Mm -hmm. and just dropping a negative thing. Like it's one thing to go on there and be like, Hey, I find this really interesting that you're posting all about target. Um, I would like, I really love your posts where you talk about independent designers. Like why can't people just phrase things like, Hey, interesting point. I think differently than you. Instead they're like, not only do I think differently than you, you're wrong. I just like, like I why does it think... always have to add? Why is there always the sense that like one, one opinion is correct and one opinion is wrong Right. when it's, that's not true. Like you're allowed to have your opinion and have it be just as correct as the opposite opinion. Right. Like that's why it's called an opinion and not a fact. But I don't even understand. Like if I, so I get a lot of emails from you know, like apartment therapy or whatever and refinery 29. Yeah. And I can see like the headlines for the articles and I only yeah. click on the ones that I'm interested right. in. Because so why, why are these people clicking on things that they're not interested in? And also when you read, like, it's funny when it's, it's a funny conversation to have because crazy people are crazy. <laughs> Non-crazy people are not crazy. So like you're never going, the crazy people are never going to not be crazy and and the people who are not insane about it are net are going to be like i would never post that well yeah of course because you're not crazy and so like i would read an article like like if i was on design sponge and i'm reading through articles and i get really jazzed about her writing about some independent maker that maybe i even know Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh my god this is so amazing i'm so glad i'm so proud that this is being supported on this huge blog Mm -hmm if I come to the next post and it's about target, I might in my own brain have the thought like, Oh, that's kind of disappointing. Like I, it wouldn't it be great if we lived in a world where only independent designers were being talked about and target Mm -hmm. was never promoted. Wouldn't that be amazing in my opinion? Mm -hmm. But I also sit there and go, yeah, but there's a lot of people who really like target. And and they have cute and stuff. It's sort and of I fun get it. To, like, and it's fine. Find this thing that like, oh my god, can you believe right. that 
it's only this much, but it looks, you know, that right. like, so like in my brain, I'm going, I'm not going to jump up and be a target convert and start spending all my money at target when I've not done that for years and years and years, but I'm also not going to leave a comment mm-hmm. no. on Grace's blog being like, fuck you for supporting target. You're an idiot. Or conversely the worst are the ones that are like not angry where they're like super passive aggressive where they're just like oh it's a shame that you're too close-minded to support independent makers bye like those are the worst comments because they're basically insulting someone's like insulting her personally yeah like and it's just like she's yes she's become transparent and been like hi this is me here's a picture of me this is my life like i have a wife and i have a i live in brooklyn and here's my dog and like that's great but that also allows people to think that they know her Mm -hmm. and that almost breeds more like I'm disappointed. Like I'm, I'm so upset that you, my best friend in the whole world who I've never met would betray me in this way by like, she's, she's fucking creating editorial comment content. Like she's not here to serve you. She's also like not (laughs) your enemy. Exactly. She's totally not your enemy. Take this anger to a protest to Trump. Yes. Take it to Trump tower and make a sign and use it for good instead of a pointless attack of somebody that is doing amazing things to promote lots of yeah. good shit. Um, but now I'm gonna, I'm thinking about what um, we were talking about earlier, and I don't know how we got on to that. But, like, um, you know, realizing that you're not trying to uh, make your business fit with Everyone. every customer. Yeah. Um, you're you know, you just want this small percentage, like 1%, 5%, whatever. Yes. You just need that small percentage. Yeah. You're not trying to get 3 to billion like people it. to buy your stuff, but so or, as, or even like you as design sponge, she could decide I'm only going to feature this type of person. Yes. Like say she's only going to feature independent things. So she's going to get those comments that say like, yeah. I can't afford this. I don't have access to that. Does she just decide she's okay with that? Be right. like, well, that's not the kind of blog this is. Yeah. Um, or does she try and do both and be in, in the middle? Because yeah, they're both valid. And I think that she's done a pretty good job of being kind of in the middle. But being where in the like, middle has created yeah, the need div- to comment. Yeah. But I think that, I mean, she, I think she has such a broad audience. Mm-hmm because she's not chosen to make it niche she's chosen the the i'm the tastemaker and i like this Mm -hmm. and like i don't need to explain myself like i don't need to be like i'm a vigilante against this or this or this like she's a lot like and she i feel like she's pretty clear about like things that are mildly political and things that are, you know, like she's, she's on there going like, Hey, yay for the people going to the March this weekend and stuff like that. And it's like, Oh, well yeah, she's not toting a gun around and like being a stereotypical hillbilly or something. So like she, I'm sure she gets comments about that kind of thing too. But then the idea is like, you don't have to read my blog like that. Like when it comes down to it, these things are always like, there's so much in the world now, especially on the internet. My first thought is always 
just walk away and go somewhere else. Like if you mm-hmm. don't like it, if it made you so mad, if you're so disappointed that you went so far as to log in and make a comment, just walk away. Right. Like it's the analogy that we've done before where I'm like, so you go to a party and everybody sucks and you hate it and you're miserable. I was thinking about you that. You don't need yeah. to stand on a table and yell at everyone about how much they suck. You just leave. So like I don't I I hate that childish part of it where people can't they they so desperately want to be heard and they aren't heard in their regular life like that's the only answer I can come up with is that the people that do this have less of a platform in their life than they would like maybe these are also the people who don't have hobbies because I don't have have right who has time for that right who has time to be lurking around on Facebook I'm literally on Facebook long enough to check my notifications look at what's going on in the Facebook groups that I'm a part of which is two and update my own businesses pages and then I'm out yeah I kind of who has time to I mean, they're there doing it and on Instagram troll too. Through, yes. But and, I don't look at the comments. Oh my God. Unless I'm in a mood, which isn't often, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's see what crazy's going Ugh. on here. And then it makes I you feel bad good. and you're like, why did I look at that? Yeah. I mean, I really, yeah, I do think that a lot of it is. And I think before the internet, there were, there were crazy ways of like being crazy in public that just didn't seem as pervasive because the internet is everywhere. Whereas before it was like lunatics writing letters to the newspaper. Oh yeah. Right. Whatever happened to letter writing? They still do it. It's just old (laughs) people. It's just like the elderly because everybody else is like, what's a newspaper? (laughs) But yeah, I feel like humanity has always been insane. There's always been like these large chunks of people who don't, think about the other side of anything they just they're just like this is it I've decided this is my thing and I'm smart and I'm great and the minute you start to say like oh well actually what about this point and they're like nope nope not hearing it I'm right like they just they won't ever go the other direction I think and that's the scariest thing it is because um it's just such a weird And then sometimes those people um, become president to me <laughs> because I love arguing against myself all the time. Well, yeah, you like to play devil's advocate. Right. So I'll have an argument just like in my head back and forth or I argue with Steve about yes. things where I where you're like I'm I don't not really even care. I'm, I'm not just arguing opp- my yes. opinion. I'm just arguing with him the opposite for fun. side. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or but to I like think- make him feel more um well, it strongly helps. about his point, opinion. I mean, like when we were, I mean, I don't know if I'm assuming high schools still have debate teams, but like that was a thing. That was like a skill you learned. Like you would do debate. You would be in like political science class and you would have debate and it would be like, you're assigned this opposing view. Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't, the, the, the end result is not you now believe that the the goal is like you're being taught how to argue a point i wish we had had a debate team because um you would I joined, have been the head of it well no <laughs> i joined mock trial that's what yeah, we had that's pretty similar um, it's not though and it's i think um what i needed was a debate team because my yeah. um like as a teenager my mom always said that 
I should be a lawyer because I like to argue so much. And so when I got old enough to join mock trial, it was the first thing I did because that's what we had. Yeah. But it's so fucking formal. Oh, yeah. Because you have to like pretend you're a lawyer and get up there and like, you know, there's Do lawyer the, speak. Yeah. There's like specific things you have to do, like the yeah. introduction, whatever that's called, and then this and that. And that was boring to me because it's not really a um, fluid back and forth argument. Right. I just wanted to sit in a room and argue with people. <laughs> and maybe I should write that down as an, um, an episode idea, like bring point counterpoint someone on or i mean we could do it for sure i, I yeah. mean that's really enjoyable to me i just think reason, people have arguing. lost that as a skill and and people are too people don't understand the limits of like where your personal feelings should come in and not come in like like everyone believes that the minute you say like something made you sad or something made you upset or something hurt your feelings that now you're right. And the other person's wrong that like now the other person is a horrible person, regardless of what the situation is. And, and you should be admired and praised. I feel like you're trying so hard to not, not to talk about what's happening that yeah, happened. No, I'm not going to talk about her. We she's got way, it out of our system. We did. People on the internet are terrible. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It's terrible. It's hard. To, but it's have, hard what not. What do you think? Um, has this recent in- instance changed how you are actually going to react to crazy yes. people on the yeah, internet now? Absolutely. Okay. Because I think, I think without saying the details, a comment was made on the Show of Hands Facebook page that I should have just deleted. I should have just deleted it. Mm-hmm. But instead I interacted with it and I shouldn't have done that. Well, and I, mean, I think that, that my, my debate hopeful of you, of course, in my mind, she wasn't in my mind when I saw what it was and my gut reaction was delete it. And then the reason why I ultimately decided not to delete it was because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to be saying something about Le- like whether or not people are allowed to just say what they think on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to think, okay, this is a valid statement, although very misplaced. Yes. That completely, that sums it up right there. Very misplaced. The same comment could have been made on a post that wasn't about a craft show. Yeah. Um, it was just very misplaced. Her anger was misplaced. And so I didn't want to invalidate mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the actual anger. Yeah. I wanted to invalidate the where it was put. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And so I I, I responded. She clearly is crazy. And I say that with the utmost respect. Some people have agendas. Some people have agendas and they don't see the other side and they Mm -hmm. don't care what the other side is. They just see that they have a mission and they're going, they're going to do whatever it takes to fight whoever it is. Mm -hmm. Well, some people are just fighting all the time. Oh, they're just fighting all the time. And it makes you so sad and it makes you so like, and then you feel like, well, there's no responding to this because no matter what I say, unless I say, 
oh my God, I'm so sorry. You're right. The whole show is shut down because you have an opinion. Uh, like that's what, that, that would be the only thing maybe that would make them leave you alone and mm-hmm. stop being insane. But so trying to logic it out and be like, hey, actually this is my point of view and here's my side of it. And once I said my side of it, and she still was throwing big words at mm-hmm. me and being an asshole. I was just like, all right, well, this is obviously yeah. not like, there's no point to having a conversation with a child. It's a, it's, it's like a four-year-old throwing a temper tantrum and you're like, there's no, there's no logic to your tantrum. Like you're having a tantrum because you want to have a tantrum. Mm-hmm. You're not having a tantrum because I did something to cause it. So my, yes, my, what I've learned is that my gut reaction is correct. My gut instinct to just be like inappropriate, doesn't belong here, delete it. And I think you could have um, deleted it and responded to, to that her. person. Right, exactly. Um, privately. And I, did re- and I did respond to her privately as well because I knew that I was going to ultimately delete it. Right. And But just say like. Which I shouldn't have done at all. I shouldn't have done that either because yeah. she attacked me personally in that private message. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want negative yeah and that's exactly what i said i said your comment is misplaced it doesn't belong here and while i understand your viewpoint like this is not the forum for it Mm -hmm. this is a facebook page for a craft show let's keep things and also (laughs) the world is a horrible place right now what is what is your deal (laughs) like are you really going around pooping on little craft shows that are trying yeah. to support independent makers that's yeah. insane that's horrible of you yeah. you're a horrible person yeah well i mean i see it happening all the time like um small businesses um beating up on other small businesses yeah and it's like no no, no, like, no. no. we're no we're all we're in, in this together, together. oh well, and that was how i ended up answering that um question for the glossary mm-hmm. the interview um because we've talked a lot about how we're not into the whole women only right. business yes but i had to answer the question about like why do you feel that it's important for women to support other right women yeah and i real and it wasn't as hard to answer as i thought it was going to be i thought yeah. i can't come up with anything i well, don't because care because you also don't want to i mean i think we both had the same reaction to that question where we're both like yeah. well i don't want to be negative i don't want to be like insulting people i don't want to come off as like it's wrong that you have these groups that are just for women because we don't feel that way we feel like we just don't we don't get it and we're Mm -hmm. we're not seeking those things out ourselves but um so my thought was the reason um that it's important is because the opposite is women being competitive with each other yes and trying to like you know take each other yeah down i read something really interesting and that's not helpful no yeah not at all i i read something interesting that again comes from the i didn't i wasn't thinking about it i don't think about it on a daily basis because like we've said before i've never worked right i've never worked in a work environment where i was where my gender was the minority i've never had that same here I've never worked in an office where there was like an oppressive male boss or other coworkers treating me any differently because we were, because literally my work environments have been all women. I think even or mostly women. I've had a few 
male bosses and yeah. most of them have been gay so yeah right there wasn't so like, there, like we haven't either of us haven't had that like stereotypical yeah. environment that right. a lot of people have had and i read some article about um and someone was saying like oh we live you know we live in this world where like for the last several decades there have been like x number of slots available to women like kind of in the bigger picture you're just like oh if there are a hundred positions available like you know only four of those are going to be companies that are actually going to hire a woman for that like leadership position or ceo or whatever it is like it just because of the world Mm -hmm. and so then that's bred this environment of well if if i want that very tiny minority spot i have to battle i'm not battling the men mm-hmm. i'm battling out the two other women that are up for that job and so i'm competitive with them and i'm going to take them down and i'm going to say i'm better than them and they're worse and it it kind of snowballed into this environment of like oh well if you're in a company and it's you and these two other women and then there's a hundred men oh god and yeah. like there's kind of this yeah. unspoken well, only one woman's available for that. There's only one slot available for a woman. Mm-hmm. You're going to battle it out and you're not going to take down the men to get that spot because that's not how it's been presented. And so then I'm that, and then that makes me feel like, oh shit, I don't like, I don't obviously know anything about like what that's like. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about it in that way, but like in, in my way, like all of, most of the jewelry designers are all women. Right, exactly. And so it's like super important that we don't like get competitive yeah. and spend our time hating each other yes. because it's and just, it it's feels, not productive. Well, and it's also kind of that weird, like we're almost as makers, we're in this weird, like flipped world where mm-hmm. like it, I immediately think of the men that are underrepresented and mm-hmm. undervalued and not, you know, there's no like, oh, check out these male makers, like, which is the way it should be because yeah. there aren't any of them. There's like, I did the list for show of hands and there's like eight out of a hundred that are, that are men owned businesses. Mm. And I'm like, that's not because we picked them that way. It's because that's literally how the industry is. Yeah. And then you start to think, well, wait, if we're talking about making groups that are underrepresented people like let's like shouldn't those men all be getting together and making like men crafter groups like they totally should be (laughs) um yeah i mean it's kind of unfair that they can't do it right like they never could no they would get so much shit we get so much shit. but then if show of hands got together and like made a group of ladies like oh we're gonna have this little group and it's ladies only like no one, everyone would think that was so empowering and amazing, but it would be kind of terrible. Yeah. Like it would be so exclusionary. It'd be so like, fuck you, du- fuck you few dudes who are in the show. You can't come to this. Like I would never do, I would never in a million, you cannot pay me enough money to be like, nope, you're not involved. Like you're not in this group that we're having. Ladies only. It'd be terrible. Yeah. That's crap. But where was I? I feel like I had a tie-in to something else we had talked about and now oh no i was gonna ask you how the glossary thing was speaking of oh it's awesome because you've gone to two now we've gone to two now but i haven't talked to you since this last one so 
if you guys don't know about the glossary, this is a a group that is mm-hmm. specifically for women. Um, so dudes, you can't come. Sorry. Um, but she hosts a lot of events. She does a lot of events in other cities. She, Mandy is her mm-hmm. name. Um, does like cool pop-up shops and like meet and greets and like panel discussions and stuff like that. And at some point she decided to do the group, this community panel here in Chicago, but set it up where instead of like three experts are talking at you Mm -hmm. and then you ask questions, we just like go around the room and she keeps it really small, which I was saying to Josh after this last one, I think it was like 15 people and it was like the perfect size because it was enough different viewpoints that you didn't feel like it was just like you and two random people being like, well, this is what I think. And now we're done. It was like all these kind of varying levels of experience and varying levels of, you know, like expertise in things. And it, it just, it just felt kind of like, Oh, here's a bunch of people that I've never met before. And we're just kind of hanging out and like, being really constructive. Like everyone was, everyone asked different questions. I actually asked a question about, um, I gave everybody cards and I gave them one card from my old, like my old designs and then a new design Mm -hmm. and like passed them around. And I basically said like, okay, I have these products. Some of them were designed like over 10 years ago, but I still have inventory of them. And then I have these new designs and I, I can't decide whether or not they can exist together or if any like or if i'm just seeing that they can't exist what together was the old one so i gave them a card from the debut line like the letter pre- the smaller letterpress cards that are like on colored stock so i think some people got like you know the ones that say like you're so lovely and it has a bird mm, on mm, it mm-hmm. but then they would also got like a too legit to mm. quit card yeah they feel very white. different and so it was interesting to pass them out and kind of have some people be like, yeah, I can see that they're different, but they obviously are like from the same designer, like some, you know, like everybody kind of generally was like, just call, like the consensus ended up kind of being call them, like call these cards this and they're in a section and they're a collection and then call these cards this and they're in a collection and like divide them up like on the website so that it's like, maybe someone will really like the old stuff and not really like the new stuff mm. as much, but they don't have to look at those. Like they're not all mixed together. I mean, do you still enjoy making both styles? I won't, I wouldn't keep making things that looked like the old stuff. Okay. Like so I once d- it sells out, it's going to yes. be sold and out. And so I think that was, that was the main question was like, I have all this inventory. The question is like, can I still make money off of it? Does it, does it stand on its own as something that could continue to make money or do I like liquidate it in a way where like I'm getting rid of it really fast? What do you decide? I think I decided that, that I need to go through it in a real practical way and actually do like a inventory everything and be like, Oh, I have this many of this card. Does that merit like putting it in the wholesale line? Okay. Is there enough of it even? Mm-hmm. And then, like, obviously things that I have a couple hundred of left, I wouldn't, I would be like, well, I'm not going to reprint that because it's not, I don't want to keep making it. That's stupid. I should make new cards. So I think the idea was, like, to get a really good sense of what I have and make decisions based off that. Okay. And then kind of have a pared down, like, debut line of, like, the letterpress stuff from 10 years ago and, like, be really clear about that that's what that is. 
Like, that's what it is. This is my first line I ever designed. These are classics or yes, retro or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, photograph them in a certain way, make collections of them, make little sampler packs of them, put them in grab bags, um, feature them as their own thing. And like, mm -hmm. don't mix them with the new stuff. Because then in two years, maybe, maybe I've sold through a lot of those, made some money to put towards new stuff. And I don't feel like, oh, I just threw those away. Yeah, like, I don't right? think can throw them so, away. But it was cool to just kind of like show a bunch of people who don't, they don't know me, they don't know anything about me, or maybe they do, but like people that it's not the same opinion every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then and they're like, not friends. Right, they're not people who like yeah. are worried about your feelings yeah. or know what you're sensitive about. They're just like, well, from a practical standpoint. And they're also talking to you kind of like as customers um, but then also as people, a lot of them own their own businesses. So they were also like, well, I know that in my experience, I've done this. And so it was just like, I don't know. It, fe it just feels like a good group. Like somehow she gets like a really nice mix of people. But you have to like sign up, right? And pay yeah. It's pay pay yeah. The ticket. I think the ticket for the last one was like 30 bucks. Okay. Um, so she could end up with like a weird mix, but certainly she doesn't. Hmm. Yeah. The la I mean, the two that I've been to. Um, have been and it, it's also been really interesting that like there's enough of a variety of people like some of the people there have had businesses that are 10 years old but then there were people who were like I'm thinking about starting a business but then there were people who were like oh, I'm about two years in and I'm changing things or I'm growing and I don't know what to do and that is a good mix so like, I mean I feel like just, that's what the Facebook group is yeah. and it felt it was really nice I think because the group is small and like the intention is set like like I think glossary has a very clear brand of like we're here to support each other mm. and like everybody shows up and is very open and friendly and because it's such a small group you don't feel weird like someone during the group this last time cried during the thing <laughs> Right. But like it didn't. It wasn't you. It, and it was <laughs> right. And it wasn't me. And she, I mean, she cried and felt embarrassed. And I was like, don't worry. Like if we talk long enough, I'll probably be the next one to start crying. Like, don't like, that's not, you're not wrong for crying. And actually when she cried, I, I did have that moment of this is actually a scenario where I can see that men being in the room could be weird. Oh, like it, I had that moment where I was like, oh, I could see, like, even though I personally wouldn't, I would be just as embarrassed to cry in front of a big group if yeah. it were men and women as I would if it was just women. Yeah. But I can see that there are there would be a woman, there could be a situation where a woman would cry and feel safe to cry in front of 14 other women and not feel safe to cry in front of even one man. Like and I as weird as that, that is, true, it's totally but true. It though. Is true. Like I had that moment. I wish it weren't. I had that moment when she cried because no one reacted. It was so like it was just such a nice. Like everyone was like, "It's okay, you're fine." Like no one was like, "Oh, sweetie, oh no, oh, let good. me hug you." Everyone yeah, was like, "Gross, you're good. Cry through it. Like get on with it. Like we're here for you, and like we understand that this is emotional." Like everybody was super practical and like. Every, I think everyone looked around at each other like, oh, I've done that. Like, I've cried. I've cried because I'm talking about something that means something to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's called being a human. Except for Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I almost 
freaked out. <laughs> You're like, I almost cried yesterday. Last <laughs> Friday, after having been to the third branch of my bank and oh. not being able to get this fucking thing notarized Jesus. because they and sent me like, to the I'm wrong. I made it a gone to one branch. They told me they don't do it. Gone to another one. Their notary was sick. They made me called ahead, made me an appointment at a branch that was in the middle of fucking nowhere. I took a train and a bus and they sent me to the wrong bank. Oh, Jesus Christ. Remember? And I hadn't had breakfast or coffee. I came straight from the gym (laughs) and I almost cried on the bus. I got home and I melted down a little bit and Steve gave me coffee. And And then he felt better. better. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. Coffee and bacon. He oh, fuck. Done. Right. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> just get, fix it with bacon. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a new uh, pin, enamel pin. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I really like going to the groups. I feel I both of the last like the last the two that I've gone to. It's been really interesting for me because I go into it ha- not feeling like. Oh, I've got my shit together. Oh, I have all this experience or like, I kind of go into it feeling like, Oh, I don't know. I'm going to talk about like, everybody's going to have topics and things and inspiration. And then I go and I'm like, Oh no shit. I've, I have lots of things to say. Like I have lot, like that's, I want to go, but without a topic. (laughs) Well, so you don't have to have a topic. Oh, like you don't have, like there's no pressure. Like they go, we go basically like, we go around the room and everybody says who they are and like what their business is and kind of, I think she said something. I think the last one she made everybody, not made everybody, but like asked everybody to say something that they're working on right now. Mm. So everybody kind of like gave a, put themselves in a little context so that when, when we started asking questions, people could kind of be like, Oh, you're a, Oh, you're also a card vendor. I would like specifically to know your opinion or whatever. Mm. There were actually two jewelry designers there that definitely like, fed off of each other and mm-hmm. were like able to answer, you know, get a lot more from each other because it was like, Oh, well you're also a jewelry vendor. That's really, that applies to me. I can tell you who they are if you want. No, I was just, <laughs> my first thought was I want to go to a thing like that. That's all jewelry designers and have someone tell me who they use for their plating. <laughs> Cause uh, we've had this podcast for hey, like almost a, people. not a year, but you know, I'm over sure six months and I still haven't gotten anyone to tell me. <laughs> to use for plating you'll you'll get it sooner or later (laughs) but yeah I think I mean it was really it well then so then both both times Mandy says like okay whoever wants to go first and then no one says anything and both times I've gone first because I'm like I will go first because I'm always the one to go first but like I'm fine with it I'm I have no problems going first but then they just go around the whole room. And I some- saw a little video of it that Carolyn oh, yeah? posted. Yeah. And um, you were talking. Of course I was. And I was I could, talking the whole like, time. She didn't get you on the camera at first. She was getting everyone else. And, you and I'm, like, me talking. I'm like, I knew that was. <laughs> You're like, like, she won't oh, Emily's talking. But I think it's really fun because like I learned, like, even though I definitely am one of the people that talks a lot by nature, that's, that's who I am. Um, I, it's really helpful for me too. Like, I don't just go there and be like, here's a bunch of stuff I know guys. Bye. Thanks for nothing. Like I, like, it's so interesting to hear where other people are at and what, and, and it makes you feel better that like ever there's kind of universal concerns that everyone has. And then you start to realize like, wow. And I tried to impress upon the people who were new businesses, like 
hey, d- like I'm 14 years in and mm-hmm. I, st- and I feel anxiety and worry the same as you. Like it, you're not, you're not bad. You're not wrong for feeling that way. Yeah. Like it's, it's your nature and that's my nature well, I and feel it's like okay. Because, um, it's so much, uh, more common for people to start their own businesses now. Yeah. Everyone's trying to do it all right away. That, and I said that to a lot of people. I'm like, you got to calm down. Like if you do something for a year and it doesn't work out, yeah, don't sweat it. Like you've yeah. got 12 more years ahead of you. Like I, there's, and I was kind of saying to people like, I'm here asking you guys for help mm-hmm. with my card making decisions. Like, that just because I'm 14 years in doesn't mean I'm riding on a sailboat. Like everything's figured out. I got people for that. I'm all good. I have no worries. Like I still wake up and go like, I don't know how to deal with this. What should I do? And like, I hope that it looks like I know what I'm doing, but guess what? The the companies you admire and aspire to be like, they also don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like they're making it up. Giant corporations are making it up. And sometimes you fuck up. Oh my god! And sometimes I was supposed you don't. To post on Instagram this morning. <laughs> See, Michelle fucked up this morning. <laughs> I don't know why that just now popped. Because I um, I was gonna try Tuesday, Thursday this week. And See, I we don't all have social media the... managers or whatever. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I think it's. I don't know. It it's definitely a fun group. I I like. I kind of am interested in doing something similar. Well, um, where it's like show of hands vendors, like sitting around um, in a room and like, talk, I don't know, like some, you would have to put some kind of parameters on it. So it's not like an out of control thing. Well, for like the next meetup, we talked about doing something where, yeah, where everyone, we, yeah, everyone gets to contribute and talk. Yeah. But maybe like picking a topic. Yeah. Well, and I think there's no reason why we can't do something that's not recorded. I think it'd be fun to record it. Oh. Well, I mean, we can like do both. everyone, yes, somehow. get every, yeah, make it, yeah. Because last time we weren't really, we kind of were surprised. We and didn't we're like, realize. There oh shit! So people many in the people, audience want to yeah. talk about stuff, and we don't have the mic set. And up. there was good stuff yeah, in there. Really good stuff. Um. So yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. But yeah, I think there's a lot. I think in what we were talking about with like the internet and people just like being negative and dumb and like saying things out of context and like with the wrong tone like we I think people are really desperate for like I want to sit in a room with some other humans Mm -hmm. and like have a genuine conversation where like I understand if they're being sarcastic or they can explain Uh, themselves or I can explain myself or we're being genuine and it's clear that we're being genuine because you're literally sitting in front of me instead of just all the mess of like commenting and like being like yay thumbs up like that doesn't help me that doesn't leave me with a feel like I don't I don't look at a random list of comments on an Instagram post I made about cards I'm designing and feel like oh I'm so inspired and now I feel better and I feel confirmed in my decisions Mm. or wow that made me think about something like I just go cool great like but you go to an event and interact with people that's why show of hands is so great all the vendors leave show of hands and they're like i met all these people and i got to see my friends who also make stuff and we got to bitch about things and i can't wait and i made a bunch of money right and i made a bunch of money (laughs) and i ate six grilled cheeses and it was amazing like i feel like the internet has replaced a little bit too much human interaction and so now events like these 
are kind of it's like the pendulum swing like now it's coming back and people are just like starved for like I just need someone to have a conversation with me and then when people have genuine conversations like the people that wrote me things after the glossary that were like I was so great to meet you like I'd love to talk to you more about this and this and this Mm -hmm. and like I emailed people and was just like thank you I'm glad like your input was really helpful like that you don't get that online like there's no like you need that first interaction with a person face to face so that you can be like hi this is me you kind of get my deal and like you're not an asshole I can tell but it's hard to make the time to do these in-person things so I'm trying to do it I'm trying to like I mean I think that's why these things are good like I think the glossary thing has been a thing I've wanted to do multiple times because I'm like I have to pay for it which makes me do it like there's a ticket I paid for a ticket that like when I wake up on Saturday morning, I'm not going to be like, mm, I'm tired or I don't feel mm-hmm. like talking to people. I'm going to be like, well, I'm paid $20. I should just go like, just put some fucking clothes on and go. And and then like you schedule it. It's on a certain day. It's like, you, it's an event that you're going to. And so I feel like I want to do more of those things. And then I'm trying to go to shows. Like I'm trying to like go to revolution craft show and like go to the sauce market and yeah. go to the chop shop thing and go, you know, and like just to show up and be there for half an hour and like say hi to people and just show, show them that I'm supporting them. Like, cause I know that when I, when people that mean something to me show up at a dumb thing I'm doing and maybe I'm having a bad day or it's not good sales, but then somebody shows up and like at the end of the day, you're like, Oh, but Lori from 312 Beauty showed up and I'm so like that was so nice. And like she just said like my booth looked great and now I feel better. <laughs> right? Like some mm-hmm. stuff like that means something. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to like when I feel like wor- worn out by people saying dumb shit on the internet and I'm like exhausted by it, I'm just like, "Well, no. Like remember that there are people who are awesome and like Lee from Norman Lee was like we're emailing about this event we're doing in May after the show of hands. And at the end of her message, she's just like, Hey, I saw your thing about like internet people wearing you down. Like, don't like, you're doing great. And I was just like, Oh my God, thank you. Like that, like that means something like that's, it's helpful to remember like, Oh, stop thinking about this dumb lady on Facebook. And remember that like amazingly talented people like Lee and George, like think you're doing something good and you think they're doing something good. Like focus on that mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't worry about dumb idiots. I got hit with a disappointed recently, oh God, disappointed. like a couple of weeks ago. Julie um, texted me a, a disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus with that word. Stop using a, that word. A new customer in California had ordered a necklace. And she was disappointed and, uh, that it wasn't she was free. Disappointed <laughs> that the um, clasp color wasn't the same tone as the is she rest fucking of the necklace. crazy but here's the kicker she said it, it is was the same color she's no and it's not the same <laughs> color and no one has ever said anything to me about it in how many years 13 years yeah. 12 years um so i don't care but she said it was gray which it's not so i'm thinking she's got something she, wrong with her eyes because it's not gray in any did she send you a picture just, no i mean like she she returned it. I have it back. She also threw in there that the clasps didn't close all the way. So I thought, oh shit, how did that happen? It's broken. Cause I, so she you know, broke I check it. it. No, it's fine. Oh, I got it back. There's nothing <laughs> it's not wrong great with the clasp. And it's not broken. 
Um, I don't know, like, if Maybe she's, her finger's like, broken and she has an eye problem. Her eyes are broken or something? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's different than whatever the fuck Kendra Scott's using. I right, exactly. I picture Kendra Scott necklace wearer. Um, <laughs> and I don't know what those clasps are, but my class are the little spring clasps. Yes. Um, and I went through, like, a, a year of trying to replace these old clasps that I had been using yeah. that... um. They were like plated. They're supposed to be plated brass, but I found out that once the plating wore off, they were silver underneath, which oh, means that yes. the vendor had been lying to me. Yes. So um, I went through this exhaustive process of finding a new clasp, and the one that I ended up liking that I felt was the sturdiest is the one that I'm using now, but it only comes in like an antiqued color. Yeah. Um. So... It matches the antique chain, but yeah. it doesn't match the bright, the br- shiny. Yeah. And I just started using them, and no one ever said anything. Because it's a clasp. So it's in the fucking back. It's what do cla- you care? It's also a clasp. And it wasn't broken. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> like, sometimes you know oh. how they stick a little? Yeah. This one didn't stick also, at all. I know. So I don't know what her problem was with it. Anyhow. But, like, I responded back, like, sure, here's a return shipping label. Send it back to me. Um, And then she's like, great, thanks. And it's like, yay, blessings. Like, why she (laughs) felt. (laughs) I hate the word blessed or blessings so much. Don't ever sign a message or an email to anyone with blessings. I'm sorry. It doesn't remember. It doesn't. This is irrelevant to anything religious just don't do it it is so patronizing like it. it is so patronizing especially if it's business related yeah if it's your mom blessings away do not i don't like the word don't don't sign a business interaction email or message with the word blessings i don't even say bless you when people sneeze Ugh. i say kazoon tight i don't say anything <laughs> i don't say anything <laughs> sneeze away don't um, sneeze on me. That's what I say. Sneeze, <laughs> sneeze over there. Hope you covered your mouth. That's what I say. Um, but like you know, I had to rant with Steve about that for oh, a little bit, and so I think sorry. that she, the reason she had sent that email that way, the disappointed. disappointed and stuff, because she was concerned she was not going to be able to return it. That's so right. She went people, on the offensive. I know people do oh. before she even. You what's know, the saying? You can't. Anything. What's the saying about like? getting more bees with honey than oh, with yeah, vinegar yeah. is that the same yeah. more be- more yeah, you yeah. get more bees, bees with, honey with honey than vinegar yeah yes so listen up customers if you're fucking sweet as shit Who wants bees you get you gotta get the bees i don't you gotta get the bees i was actually just thinking about how <laughs> i don't same? think i is want to put um my uh hummingbird feeder out because you don't year. want bees because it's right by yeah, where we sit where outside yeah. and it's just bee city <laughs> and they're like put vinegar in there <laughs> i don't think the hummingbirds would like it then oh i just don't yeah but i think you're tra- i think that's the trade-off i i'm getting this is like, a metaphor for what we're talking about i'm getting people. like two hummingbirds and i'm and 80 bees oh. with my sugar water <laughs> and i shouldn't say my sugar water because i literally made it zero times steve made it all the time <laughs> steve sugar water oh I yeah i don't get the, i don't get the like Assu- assuming that you're going to be an asshole. Like, I don't understand that. I don't understand, especially with a small business owner. Like literally the people that have contacted me and are like, uh, they'll say something like, Oh my God, I don't know what happened, but like my print got 
damaged in the mail what should i do or like can i get a new one or should i return it to you like when when they're open and like non-accusatory i'm i'm immediately like hold on to that print it's not worth it's literally not worth it to me to ship it back hold on to it if you want to cut it apart or give it to somebody else or frame it so you don't see the edge or whatever your call Mm -hmm. i'm going to send you a new one I'm, you know, I'm a, I apologize for the damage because mm-hmm. I know because it happens enough. Male male people are pretty abusive with stuff, sure. and as much as I wrap things and put them in stiff mailers and put do do not bend all over them, they still. I mean, literally, customers have sent me pictures of the mailman having folded a sturdy cardboard mm. mailer in half <laughs> and shoving it in their mailbox. And it's like I can't do anything about that. The customer yeah. can't do anything about it. I report it to the post office one out of 10 times I get money back, but like it's a loss and I deal with it. And like, but when somebody is like, you should really think about packaging your prints better because mine was damaged sent from my iPhone. Mm. Like, first of all, what happened? (laughs) Second of all, who are you? Third of all, what do you want me to do? Like you can't just yell at people and then and then walk away and be like you better fix this like no you need to be clear with what what happened what what do you want me to do what is what is the solution you're looking for but instead you're completely eliminating all of the possibilities of what went wrong like you're not even thinking beyond yourself you're just thinking about like i'm pit- they're going i'm pissed that this is folded and i know they're not going to give me my money back and now i'm going to go nuts on them like you didn't even give me the chance to say no i'm not giving you your money back which i wouldn't have said people are used to speaking that way to like amazon because they know if they're angry yes they'll get what they want they'll get a discount get that i'm a person right wait i just had a thought and you lost it (laughs) it was good uh oh my god about talking to customers it's slipping it slipped it's gone maybe later I was talking about mailing. That one hurt. <laughs> it did. It hurt deep. <laughs> you should, we should both have notebook, like a little pad of paper next to us, like while the other one's talking. And you just like write down, like the minute it comes to you, just write it down. I hope by the time I get really old that they do invent a thing that somehow <laughs> that holds records it in your brain. the thoughts in my brain. Oh, yeah. fuck, fuck. It was it good? Was it real I, good? You know, now it won't be. But was it I an anecdote it was. about a customer? Was it something that you had had with a customer? Or was it something about the post office? <laughs> no, I thought it was about this. No, I. it's just, it's gone. It's It's gone. You'll never have it again. No, but... I don't think I've ever had it like hurt deep inside <laughs> to have let that slip so fast. You got a bruise now. You got a scar. Something for life. about um talking to um something about people being disappointed. Yeah, I don't I don't have it. Yeah, I don't I really hate the disappointed thing. I'm not sure what people think it's weird to me that people behave so differently via email on the internet to what they would how they would behave in real life that it's upsetting to me it's upsetting to me to think about like how customers 
have approached me about things via email versus how they would approach me about the exact same issue at the store when it was a phys- when they were physically in front of me and how people even when they're angry people understand that if you behave a certain way if you smile if you're mm-hmm. non-confrontational that you're probably going to get further in person mm-hmm. but they don't apply that same theory to being anonymous and being online like they there's some there's something about it there's something like I don't know where that comes from like I feel like I'm just trying I just want to be nice and understanding right. and clear well, I mean, because all the time something to do with eye contact I'm sure right well and it's almost know. like people know that if you come in hot into my store and are like this is outrageous you're just gonna be like what the f- like calm down what's wrong with you well, I think but it's like, harder to do that right like people someone. aren't people don't have the balls to do that but they sure as hell have the balls to just be like I'm disappointed this is so frustrating my I'm so angry and it's like whoa calm down <laughs> take I a mean, breath I got pretty angry in person at the the bank last week i told her that well, I, but I was thinking about closing all of my accounts. I was so mad and she didn't care at all. Oh, of course not. And I'm like, I know it's not your fault because you're the third person I've been to and it's really the first yes. and second person's fault that I'm here right now yeah. and can't be helped. But I'm re- like, yes. the paper that I needed to notarize was going to expire the next day. Yeah. So I could theoretically just close all my accounts and yeah. start out like I have to start over anyway right um she they didn't care, care at all no they don't care she's like oh okay <laughs> well and that's the thing is like when you're met that's the that's the issue is like the assumption is being made online that like the person I'm about to ask for something from or tell them something was damaged or wrong or not the way I expected is not going to care. Like that's the first thought in people's heads. Yeah, that's such a bummer. Is that they won't care. And I which have is a thing on my website. Which is about super ironic. That say you well, no one's reading things. that shit. No one's reading that shit. But like the the super ironic thing about it is that like it's weird that you know small businesses and independently owned companies have been a thing for a while. Like we're not. This isn't new. And so it's weird that customers still haven't caught up. Like yeah. that's it's a strange it's a strange thing for people still. And because things like Amazon have become so much, like those things have become so like instant gratification. Like we'll give you what you want. We'll return. You can return this. We'll give you your money back. You don't even have to tell us why or how it's damaged. We just give it back Mm -hmm. to you because we have money to burn. Like those things have become so commonplace. And the fact that you can't, talk to a real person who's act, who gives a shit they're like in a room full of people on phones in India like mm-hmm. people now make these assumptions about all companies and they don't they don't sit there and go oh but this is just like one lady so this will be di- I'll, I'll alter my behavior based on the company I'm buying from they don't do that they're just like well Amazon ships me shit in 24 hours so, like, why did it take six days for you to s- even send this out? I want my money back. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. My shipping policies are very clear. Like, my website clearly states this will ship in five to seven business days, and I shipped it in five business days. So, like, if you don't like that, like, you don't have to buy from me ever again. 
But just so you know, you were told that. Like, you customer beware. Well, I mean, how do we get people to read they anything? Won't. And I've told people that before where I'm like, you're not making those. Those policies are not on your website for people to read. They're there for you to point at later when that person gets mad. I saw something really interesting. I was on a website, um, which I didn't actually end up making the purchase. Um, but, uh, when you had something in your cart and before you went to checkout, there were two boxes that you had to check before you got to check out. And one of them was, um, like, uh, for maybe it was, there were two boxes. I don't think I remember exactly what both of them were, but it had something to do with, um, I, if I don't pay for, um, signature delivery, I, I waive my oh, yeah, right yeah. to I waive um, the understanding that yeah, like this whatever can get like lost. if this gets lost or stolen, I have no rights to claim that's on fucking this. genius. Um and I thought I don't it was just uh I it's sad that it's necessary because people steal packages. Yes. Um and I and they this um company does like a pretty high volume. They have like um a company that does their shipping and packaging oh, yeah. for like a them. Distribution center. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's still like a relatively small business. Yeah. Um well yeah, because small business means less than a hundred employees. Right. <laughs> like they're not <laughs> for some reason. They're not But yeah, target. they're not a corporation. Right. Um they yeah. started small and now they're bigger. Yeah. Um Yeah, and they gotta put uh, rules in yeah, place and for I, things. I, I thought it it's was pretty genius. interesting. Their shipping rates were really high, which is why I ended up not making the purchase because well, they yeah, only had FedEx options. Oh. Um, and uh, which is interesting because once you get to the point that you have a distribution center, like it, you, your you, rates. The, we know, be really like good. everyone understands that right. you get a sweet discount. That's why yeah. Amazon can ship stuff for like nothing. Right. Is because they're shipping so much volume via FedEx and UPS and even the postal service shipping's gone up they get like, a discount um yeah i used to only ship but yeah UPS. it's called inflation <laughs> and like uh two wholesale orders that we mailed out this week i i was planning on shipping ups because yeah. i normally do but the rates were like 16 dollars for a tiny little oh, box Jesus. and so i switched it to usps to save yeah. the store some money i pretty much use usps exclusively unless I will use UPS or FedEx if like a client asks me to. Um, I I will use FedEx or UPS like on a custom order when it's I like, trust UPS. If it's like the finished custom than, order, yeah. then I always like I, I custom quote the shipping on that, and I will make it so that like you have to sign for it, and I have tracking and all that stuff. Yeah, because um, it's way easier to get that and insure it. Like if it's a five hundred dollar custom order, I'm insuring it for. $800 and I'm paying six extra dollars and I'll eat that cost. I won't charge my yeah. customer for that. But cause I've w one time I've had something, a custom order get destroyed and I got a check. Like you get a check for the value that you insured it for. And like at the end of it, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad I spent that $6 because now I can literally reproduce that person's order on a rush, mm -hmm. not charge them anything and recoup all of my loss and make the order again. But if it's regular, you know, if it's just products going out, I kind of have to figure out 
most of my products, I'm lucky where like most of my products have really low costs mm -hmm. and they're not one of a kind things. They're not like, oh, I have six of these and once they're gone, they're gone. Um, but I mean, yeah, I put it's, insurance on everything now, but I had to learn that the hard way. Yes. So, yeah. And it's, you know, it seems like, oh my God, I have to pay this extra thing, I think it's but funny how, well, I mean, I charge people for the insurance. Yes. So, um, funny how since I started adding insurance to every order yeah uh that nothing's gotten lost <laughs> yeah Isn't no that I mean funny I truly believe that the things that have insurance on them are, are, are marked better. and they're yeah. treated better yeah. absolutely they are. by all by all carriers mm -hmm. USPS for sure I've definitely had things where like even when I add like the minimum like I'll add like a $50 sometimes when people order like a lot of things um like if they'll or if they order like sixty or seventy dollars worth of stuff and it's mm -hmm. like a couple boxes of cards and a print and a couple single cards, um, I'll just add the like rant the little bit extra insurance because I'm like oh if this whole box mm -hmm. gets stolen, like that's not just a oh I'll just send you another print that's like a whole thing that's but like a bunch gets, of if it product. gets marked as delivered and stolen then you have no rights to claim insurance on it. Yes, that's true. That is true. So that stinks. Yeah. The stealing thing we still can't do anything about. Anyhow, well, I wondered how I would feel about making that policy. Um, right. That and I won't would replace you do, something right. if it's What would stolen. you do if someone says this was clearly stolen? I mean, the because fact is, I've always just sucked it up and replaced it, even though. I it, mean, but the reality is, is like as the recipient. Yeah. It, it in reality it is on you. It, it It's on you if something gets stolen from your yeah, home. Yeah. It's your it job. It's your job to contact UPS. We've had yeah. stuff but stolen. But they always like, contact the seller. Of course. And that's ridiculous and not your responsibility. And I know. To, but then to explain that to a customer is really hard. Yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely... I just, like, I think... Oh, that must be amazing to have released yourself of the responsibility of replacing a stolen item. Right. You know? Yeah. But also but it you know feels that they really still, shitty. I mean, even though that's on there, I guarantee you that's only like that, you know, that's that's helping a little bit, but mm -hmm. I guarantee you they still have people that they have to deal with. Like yeah, I'm sure but they still they're have not to breaking down and re just re right. They might but it. they might be. You don't I know. I don't think they are because it's not like and, like they're and, reselling th handmade things. Yeah. They're the but company themselves. And there's a risk making. in that. Like there's a risk in that. Like yeah. you might lose some potential repeat customers by making that a policy. Yeah. Like someone that maybe only had this one random circumstance where something happened to get stolen mm -hmm. might have been a regular customer of yours. And now they might be like, you know what? I don't want, yeah. if that happens again, they're not going to honor my purchase. Fuck them. Yeah. So like it is a risk. But maybe when you're high volume like that, you're not really, you're not worried about that loss. Yeah. You're it's worried about covering your ass. That I ended up bringing this up because we have to leave at a certain time today to get To make home, sure to you make don't sure. have your UPS Well, sometimes stolen. UP, sometimes our UPS guy just leaves it on, yeah, the, on the front door. Which is yeah. like the sidewalk, basically. Yeah. It's not a walk up. Right. It's and it's not your, it's not the, like it's a house the where door someone to feels the building uncomfortable. It's just yes. one little step and the door. There was a day when <laughs> we had a different FedEx guy for some reason, and I was in the store at Orange Beautiful. I was literally like feet from the door, and 
the FedEx, this different FedEx guy came and put a package down in front of my door and walked away. And I went and I yell, I yelled at him. I was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And he's like, what? He's like, oh, I didn't think the door was open. I didn't think the door was unlocked. And I'm like, so you were actually going to like, you actually, not only were you stupid enough to just leave it there. No, like you didn't know I was inside. You didn't see that I was inside and you thought, oh, I'm too lazy to open the door. She'll get it in a second. You literally just admitted to me that you thought the store was closed and you left it there on the sidewalk. That's even worse. I ran after a UPS guy once um, because I had been checking the tracking all day. And then yeah. I saw that a notice was left while I was sitting at yes. home. Yeah. And um, so I ran downstairs and I ran down the street and across like oh down God. the block. Like, and I'm Hello. like, hi, I'm home. You He's didn't? like, I ring the buzzer. I'm no, like, you no, didn't. you didn't. Yeah. No, you didn't. And like the the best case scenario if I miss this package is that they take it to the fucking pickup place, yes. which is like five blocks away right. and annoying, but, but at, at least, least it's, it's somewhere. Yeah. It's not outside yes. not sitting on your porch. Yeah. Like it's $500 worth of metal. Yeah. Someone, and the, the horrible thing it. about those things I always think is like, I hate the idea that people are stealing things off of people's porches thinking that it's something of value to them mm -hmm. and then they're like oh this is a bag of metal pieces yeah but like <laughs> they could i don't know how much you could get like scrap but like for the most price. part it's all brass i That's... guarantee you most of the people who steal random shit off people's porches yeah uh, like 90 percent of what they steal they're just putting in a dumpster around the corner yeah after they've stolen well it. i think about that all the time because my bad experience why i put insurance on everything um, is I had sent two seasons of samples to oh, right. a photographer yeah. and someone stole the box. The whole thing, yeah. Um, so it was like, you know, $1,000 probably oh. worth of samples that I had only Lesson made one learned. of each of. Yeah. Um, yeah. And another box, uh, USPS, went missing. There was a restock for a store. Just As we're talking about this, it kind of makes me feel amazed that anything gets delivered. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed that like any of my packages have ever gotten to the people I delivered. Them Seriously. To. <laughs> Cause it seems like the odds are against us. Oh, well. Um, yeah, I've had good luck. Knock here. I'm going to knock on wood. I don't know if that gets recorded you could do or this. not here. There, there. We did it. We did it. <laughs> I, I hope it was really loud in people's <laughs> ear headphones. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, so real quick, because this airs um on the I was just looking at the calendar. April third. Third. Yeah. Next week is, is that next week already? Um, oh my god. The thing we're doing with the ladies wine and design thing. So it's so on we have to start promoting April twelfth. April twelfth at six. At six PM. Is that right? Fuzzy Math, a place called Fuzzy Math. Yeah, Google it's it. a UX design. It's like a place. Studio. It's a it's a building. Yeah. That they've made pretty. Um but yeah, yeah we're gonna be talking so this, and this is a just full disclosure, this is an event that is for ladies. It is Sorry. for ladies only. For ladies and for people who identify as ladies. Sure. We'll say that. Ladies, um ladies, all ladies. Here I'm gonna click on the event bright thing. We're gonna we're talking post about this up in the group. And it, it's gonna be Michelle. Oh six thirty. Oh six thirty to eight thirty. And Michelle and I are not gonna be recording. But we no. will be just talking. 
And we're going to be talking about productivity and accountability. Yes. In small business. Because. Because we're experts. I, no. Um, <laughs> I think that. Um, we've got it down pat. We've no, figured it I out. I mean, we've talked a lot about those topics. Well, and we also. And we've talked about failing yeah, in oh, them yeah. too. Well, and we also figured, you know, we're, we're there as Pancake Town, basically. Yes. And the entire inception of Pancake Town was accountability, accountability to each other. Yeah. And to our listeners. So, so I think we're just trying to yeah. like encourage people to find, you know, their, their ways of yeah. being, yeah. Being productive and being accountable. Um, especially when there's so much being thrown at all of us all the time and that, that gets hard. It gets hard to be like, yeah. Oh, not only am I doing my business's taxes, I'm also running my social media and trying to have events and making things and designing stuff and shipping it and worrying about insurance and trying to get home for my UPS delivery. Oh my <laughs> and I have to pee. And um, <laughs> and trying to like eat food and sleep and not burn out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I'm like so confused that I'm dealing with avoiding burnout in March. Yes. It, like, yeah. It gets a little what? worrisome when it's um, this early. Because I, I mean, I bumped up everything like we're doing show of hands prep right now yes. Steve's putting earrings on cards for those grid displays already yes. do it um, do it do it but because oh yeah I, I freaked out to, because I was like oh fuck next week is April what the hell's happening I mean right I'm now? concerned about this fucking jury duty thing because if I'm not concerned about it what then I'm you, gonna get stuck on a jury for a week what if you go and have like an assortment of t-shirts with you and then when you find out what the case is you either you whip out something relevant like you have a shirt that's a confederate flag <laughs> and you have a shirt that's like that says no fat chicks and then you have a shirt that says i love guns i want and then to you have a shirt that says you, you got more pedestrians have no rights and then you <laughs> mine would say pedestrian pedestrian rights though because i'm a pedestrian no no no. i'm saying you need to wear a shirt that oh. gets you not chosen oh, okay. on the jury well, i think that that makes me sound crazier <laughs> but see i i kind of feel like any cuckoo t-shirt okay. is gonna make them go um we're gonna pass on this one next juror please um i want to <laughs> do the liz lemon thing the um princess leia costume um <laughs> What I can't be say? on a jury because I'm a hologram. <laughs> Something like that. I want um, you to do that so bad. Thanks, Netflix, for taking 30 Rock off because oh, yeah, I'm fuck rusty you. on my quotes. Fuck you, Netflix. Why do they take How off? How embarrassing. Things? What's the point of taking things off? I don't know. Leave them on. If they take Parks and Rec off, you're going to die. I'm going to boycott <laughs> them because that's too much. Will you post on their Facebook page? I, you know, oh my God, I thought of it. I thought of the oh, thing. Okay. I thought of the thing. Yes, do it. I, the best, worst example of people um, commenting on a brand, like complaining about them all the time, oh, no. is West Elm's Instagram account. <gasps> Go to really? their Instagram account and click oh, on any Lindsay. photo. And, Wait, well, no, West she Elm. does. Lindsay does the Chicago West one. West Elm. The regular West Elm. Yeah, the Got regular it. one. Got it. Not. Not the West Elm Chicago. I was going to say because the I regular West, West Elm, Elm Chicago, one. but okay, West Elm regular. There will be oh, no. at least five separate <laughs> no. complaints happening and a West Elm rep trying to resolve <gasps> them. Oh, Jesus. 
And also, then and then a slew of other people are like, stop complaining their Instagram. Also, like, if you're gonna complain about a big company, West Elm is not the one to complain. I don't know. Like, like they're doing things just fine. I look every now and then because sometimes crazy is amusing, but I would say 99% of the time, I do not look at people's comments. The poor person that runs their social media. What a horrible nightmare. They, they're like, it's probably some lovely lady who's really into design and loves their products and is like super into like, I want to promote couches and like this amazing mirror we are selling now. Mm -hmm. And then she has to like go on her lunch break and then come back to a bunch of cuckoo nutsos. What do they talk about? What are they mad about? Everything that I saw that's really. That stuck out um, because it, in, it like oh, no. invoked this huge conversation oh. between tons of people. Oh, no. The, it was like the first comment was um, uh, <laughs> West Elm discriminates against handicapped people is what she had written. And then, the and then nothing after that? Then like no. no. And then it went back and forth. Her telling the story about oh how she can't get to the store. So she has to order online wait, and that, they sent wait. her the wrong thing. What is her having and then they not t- being able to get to the store have to do I'm with here. them discriminating against handicapped I'm, people? So she ordered online because she can't get to the store. Okay. They sent her the wrong thing. Okay. Which happens sometimes. And so she called and they're like, you have to take it back. And she's like, I can't get to the store to take it back. Okay. And they're like, well, sorry. So and guess what? I bet it says and that on is, their website pretty clearly that you returns I mean, can, can that only is, be brought back to the store. I don't know. It sounds it like kind of crappy customer service. But also like or like sh- or she had to like mail it, but she can't. It, basically, they screwed up and and it got extra comp bad extra because complicated what, because yeah, now she it. can't get to the store, and I. <sighs> I mean, that's complicated. I don't think they're specifically then, discriminating against you because you're Okay, handicapped. so here's the question. Regardless of who's yeah. right and who's wrong, maybe West Elm fucking hates handicapped people, which they don't. Is an Instagram comment no. feed the place to talk about all that? All of these people always... Absolutely not. Here's what... I, all of these people, because Absolutely I've not. read several, um, say, I've called, I've sent emails, no one gets back to me. So now they feel like commenting okay, on their so Instagram if, is their last if resort. If that's true, and if that's true, which it may or may not be true, then then I'm okay. Then I agree with that. I don't know, because... If that's true, if honest to God, but nothing these, gets solved in the Instagram of either, not, because but, the person just says, "Please call us or email us." What are they going to do? Oh How are they going to solve the problem in the Instagram? I think it's just. I think that if those people honestly have gotten to their wits' end because they're not getting a solution by calling or emailing them, then I then I can see being like, you know what? I'm going to go attack. Like I'm. This is the only thing I have left. I don't know to if do. I would do it on a comment. I think I would post something on uh, my co- own. I, I of and course sh- wouldn't do it. I of yeah. course wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like of course none of us. I would post do it. like a story but, and be like, West Elm sucks. Well, and that's my that's my thought. That was my thought about <laughs> yeah. my issue that just happened was yeah. like, hi, this is my Facebook page. If you want to go be a cuckoo crazy town about your issue, you you're allowed to do have your, your Facebook own. page. Yeah. Go to your yeah. Facebook page and write about how show of hands is a yeah. bunch of horrible assholes. Yeah. You're allowed. That's called free speech. You're allowed to do whatever you want, but you don't need to put it on my page. Yeah. Like that. You're not allowed. You can't come into my store and post a sign that says I have this opinion because it's not your store. Yeah. So get get out. Yeah. 
Um, and, and if I want to take down the sign you just posted, you can't do anything about that. Like that's not like, it's my store. I'm taking it down. So same as my Facebook page, it's my, my space. I can delete whatever I want. I can literally delete every single comment that happens if I want to, and you can't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. You can keep commenting, but then I'm going to block you. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I wonder how long social media will last. Oh, not much longer. I think Facebook is pro I mean, I've said I said a few years ago that that Facebook would go away within ten years. I and just that hope was a few years ago. We come up with another thing that um is that distracts good for, us all from no, real life. For like um you know <laughs> that is good for marketing. Yeah. Because it is difficult. Before this, it was really hard to reach new audiences. I as think it's interesting though, because I've thought a lot about that and I've thought a lot about the f like there were several people in the glossary thing that were really focused on Facebook and the number of Instagram followers they have and how do they get more people to react to things on social media. They were talking about the algorithm and I, I spoke up and said, I started my entire company with no Twitter and no yeah, Instagram and no too. Facebook. And it was just fine. I made plenty of money. Obviously I made enough money to continue the company for 14 years. So like, and guess what did I did? Did email come up in that conversation? Mm, no, not really. I mean, I like I mailed things. I yeah. sent people stuff. I spoke to people. I interacted with human beings. It's not just because it seems scary and weird now that social media exists doesn't mean that doesn't work. It totally works. Yeah. I mean, it, this is easier now. I feel of like of course it's, it's easier. You can sit in your pajamas and do marketing for free all day oh long. My God, I have to make that Instagram post. Um, but like the reality is, is like I'm, I'm actually in relaunching orange, beautiful stuff. All I'm thinking about is like, what can I do that is physically being like, I'm going to do my marketing as if social media doesn't exist. Mm. And then social media is going to be extra. Yeah, I think it should always be extra. Like, I'm going to send out postcards, and I'm going to send stores samples, and I'm going to go to stores that I can physically go to. And you to should because you have a and, paper right, product. Exactly. That, like, you're encouraging pe people yes. to mail things. And I'm at, right, I'm advertising the very product that I'm selling by sending people stuff. And so, like, I want to make sure that I'm on that kick of, like, having people's physical mailing addresses and like putting stamps on envelopes and handwriting addresses and mailing things to people. Mm -hmm. Because guess what? I will stand out in the marketplace as some, like, Oh my God, I got a letter from yeah. somebody. I got a card from a store that wants you know me what? to sell stuff. That's adorable. Where, what's happening. And, um, as an example of that working, um, when I started working with wholesale in a box last year, mm -hmm. I think it was last year. Yeah. Um, Probably six months before that, they sent me a handwritten card. Yeah. And you're like, what is this? And this I held amazing. on to it. Yeah, I didn't need it right then. And, um, but I kept it in my studio because I'm like, this means something. They hand wrote this. Yeah. Um, and it that's works. why that I ended stuff up works. Um, trying You have to take advantage of the fact, like, instead of just like getting on the train with everybody else and being one of a billion people doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like think about ways that you can change it up and yeah. like make yourself stick out, like do something crazy that seems like, well, no one else is doing that. Well, good. That sounds like a great idea then. Exactly. Nobody else is doing it. And it's it. so hard to like take yourself out of, um, you know, 
all the stuff yes. that you see and, and you can like do the thing that's in yeah. your brain. It's so easy to just be like, well, this card company is really successful. I'm just going to do everything that they're doing. It's like, well, no, they're not you. You're not them. They're right. not you. You don't want the same customers that they want. They're not, they have different goals than you do. Like do stuff cause it's fun and you, and you would like to get the thing you're sending. Like mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to develop my, how my, orders are going to be packaged i want to have new like cute like i want to screen print boxes and have like cute insert things and i'm like this is something that's valuable to my company because i'm a design company if i send just like a random ups usps box with nothing cute on it then it's like well really like this lady that does card design and like makes cute shit doesn't even put like a cute sticker on the outside of her shipping box that's boring like, I want it to be a whole cute experience that people mm -hmm. then post on social media yeah. <laughs> and be like, look at this box I got. I don't. Need, I ordered a card. Make and I got other this. people do the work for you. So, yeah. Oh, my I foot just, falls asleep. And then just, like, send people shit. Just be like, here's fun, here's fun, cute shit. Made you happy. Good. That's an impression that I made. And, like, maybe you'll buy something again. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just tell a friend of yours and they'll buy a ton of stuff for me. That works. But I can't. I need to stop putting so much importance on posting things and like how many, how many likes I got and it did somebody yeah. comment and did it mean anything? Like, yeah. no, I don't care. Who cares? I got a good group of people on there. I got a nice following of people. Mm -hmm. If a hundred of them see something like, I'll just, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't stress about it. It's not, it's, it's too, it's such a waste of brain space to like, takes away from your creativity if you're just like how many people liked my post on instagram like the yeah. amount of effort i spent on that dumb lady on facebook like that exhausted me like it just it like took it out of me even for like a couple hours it was like well that was a waste of my life like thanks a lot but then i'm like mm, i did that to myself that's true like Don't do it again right and so it's like I certainly can't control crazy people. So like, what can I control? Oh, my reactions to if it. If next time you don't react to someone, then you can get that pin, that Emily McDowell pin that says, that says I've, I'm didn't, at my limit of bullshit or whatever. What yeah, is it? Whatever. Like that. She has lots of good pins. That award pin. Oh yeah. She has all those like, like little merit badge ribbons. I want to say there's cute. one that says like, didn't give a fuck. I think there's, that think would be a good one. There's one that says like all out of fucks or something or like, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. She has a lot of good pins. Um, the one that she just posted says stopped caring about bullshit. Oh, that one. Yeah. It's very cute. Like, sorry. Um, she has one that says kept going. That's cute. Not as snarky as the other. No. One. I like the ones that have curse words. Yes. Me too. Oh, you know, that's what I was going to ask the ladies wine and design thing. Yeah. If we can swear. If we're allowed to swear. Oh, God. I feel we like should we find have to that ask. Out. Yes. We should find that out ahead of time. Because if we can't, we're going to both have to have like a taser <laughs> that like we zap each other because with. Because it's, um, there's wine involved. Oh, yeah. Well, right? wine doesn't necessarily mean cursing. For me, I mean, it for does. us, it does, but for other people, it, it just, may not. it amplifies, um, my use of the word fuck. I think that maybe, I mean, I think we're pretty good in person. Like we didn't curse a whole lot in the live one. Did we, when there were people there? Yeah, I guess we did. I think I probably gave did. my last fuck. Yeah. That's what the one I need is. Gave my last. Okay. So everybody go on Emily McDowell's she website. The best stuff. And get, there's like a pin and then there's keychains. 
gave my last fuck is really good. Didn't lose my shit is one. That's adorable. Yeah, those are those are pretty. Didn't please everyone. That's a oh good one. Oh my god, that's a good one. We all need these things. We all need all of these. Oh, there's tote bags with it on it too. Oh my god, tote bag. Because I need more tote bags. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many and then I tote shrunk bags, them in the laundry axe, but I mind. always want more tote bags. Um, I'm gonna have to wrap this up. Yes, we got. I yeah, you gotta get your UPS package. Yeah, and I, like I, I just can't form words anymore. We I have also to have to so get to work. We got. We both got work to do. Yeah. Um. So the next, the next. Oh, the next episode's a regular episode, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that. We've got a special guest. Yeah. All right. That's and exciting. I'm going to post in the group to get um, questions for her. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. I have a note written to myself, so I um, don't So, forget. yeah. If you're not in the Facebook group, get in the Facebook group. Or you won't know what we're talking about. Or you about. won't know what we're talking about. And you'll be too completely lost in this However, if really you don't want to sign up for Facebook, I totally can't. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't si- If you're not on Facebook... Do not sign up for Facebook just to be on our group because no. you're an amazing person that has a better life than all of us because you're not on Facebook. And I admire you. I wish that I could not be on Facebook, but damn show of hands needs to be on Facebook. Or if so what I had a Facebook account that I closed because I hate people. <laughs> um I made a new one that has no friends and But then everybody wants to be your friend. Um, no, not on this oh, one. No, There's only no one, one friend request. Um, my introduction message is don't send me a friend request. I won't accept it. And people it. Um, are on that. Yeah, nice. for the most part. Well, they also look at your page and are like, she doesn't post anything. Why would I want to be yeah. a friend? <laughs> I had it so that there were no photos or yes. anything. Yeah. But um, when I tried to set up the group, Facebook didn't like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like how... How on earth Facebook knows whether or not I have any information entered? Oh, yeah. And therefore, looks, I can't it has start a, a group. computer program is, that just looks at your account and is like, she's not active on here. That's Fuck crazy. Her. Yeah. No. Um, so I had to, like, put a profile photo up that's not yeah, of me. It's of Ella. Think. Well, because they're trying um, to prevent bots. They're yeah, trying to prevent fake like troll accounts they're trying well, to there affect- needs to be like a witness protection program for people who are trying <laughs> who just to just don't want to avoid family <laughs> but you also need facebook people. for just block those people they don't know they're not told that they're blocked you just block oh, them. see i didn't know that they're not told that they're blocked they're just blocked. they figure it out though i think well then fuck them they figure it out Nobody's that, nobody cares that much nobody cares that much or pays that much attention you don't know my family and if they do then be like, I don't want you to follow me on Facebook. Have a nice day. Right? I'm such a wimp. I just deleted my account. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's better. That's the better option. Yeah. Facebook is a terrible place. All right. I'm signing off. Okay. And I'm Michelle's signing off. I bathroom. guess that means I'm fi- signing off too. Yeah. Yes. We'll end this episode as we end all episodes with we need to go to the bathroom. I had a lot of coffee. Yeah. We've been drinking. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for listening. And we hope you like these random, kind of slightly pointless episodes. They had a focus. Yeah. They had a mild we focus. We didn't talk about TV at all. Oh. Should we start? No. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's it. Yep. Bye. Bye.